Hi, I'm Serena Lo. If you're used to hearing that introverts are shy, anxious, antisocial, and lack good communication and leadership skills, then this podcast is for you. You're about to fall in love with a calm, introspective, and profound person that you are. Discover what's fun, unique, and powerful about being an introvert, and how to make the elegant transition from quiet achiever to quiet warrior in your life and work, anytime you want, in more ways than you imagined possible. Welcome. Hi and welcome to the Quiet Warrior Podcast. Recently, I was asked a question. I'm a trainer and I facilitate sessions for leaders. So I'm talking to people all the time. And I'm also a highly sensitive person. So at the end of the day, when I finish doing all these trainings and talking to all the people, I find myself really drained and I have just no energy left. Is this normal? And my thought is, I would be surprised if you are a highly sensitive person, expending all this energy and you're not flat out at the end of the day, if you're not tired. In fact, I think it's perfectly normal and it makes so much sense. You see, as a highly sensitive person, and perhaps as an introvert as well, your energy is actually very much inwards. You get your energy by being by yourself, by doing solitary activities, introspection, reflection, walking in nature, all the quiet things that don't require you to interact with others. So when you do have to put yourself out there, when you do need to speak, when the spotlight's on you and you are expected to do a lot of talking, to lead with your discussions, to plant ideas, to get feedback, to encourage others to interact in a group. And you're doing all that. You're watching the group dynamics. You're scanning the room. You are noticing who's speaking a lot more, who's not getting a chance to speak. How can I help the quiet ones to feel more encouraged and to feel safe to talk? And how do I help others who perhaps dominate the conversation too much to become more self-aware? So you're doing all this internal processing and filtering and thinking and planning. And your actions are also outward focused because you are interacting with others and you are also receiving their energy and you're managing your own finite reserves of energy. So I think it is only normal and it is perfectly sensible for you to feel completely depleted, to feel drained and overwhelmed and exhausted at the end of the day. So what do you do about that? Well, first of all, acknowledge that this is how you are. You're differently wired and there is nothing wrong with you. Secondly, when the event is over, schedule and prioritize your own downtime. This is your time now to relax. And the first thing we tend to do is we go on to the next thing and the next thing. We very seldom take time to integrate what we've just accomplished, this massive thing we've just done. We've put ourselves out there the entire day. We've spent maybe eight hours with people we don't know very well. We've had to manage their energy and manage our own energy. It's physically depleting. It's also probably affected our emotions a little bit, depending on what happened during the day. It's also causing our minds to go into overdrive while we process and filter and make sense of what has happened. So for instance, someone might have said something that was quite innocuous, but if it was not well received, or if it was received differently, and then we made up a story about it, and we thought, oh, I think they're trying to tell me that I didn't do very well there, or I misspoke, or I misunderstood, or I should have phrased that 
comment a different way. I might have offended someone. And so there are all these additional layers of meaning that we attach. And sometimes it's good to just detach from that expectation and that need to make a story out of something and to judge something that has already happened. And that is why I would highly recommend reading The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, where he teaches us to release this need to control, to judge, to criticize ourselves internally especially, and to really be present in this moment instead of constantly jumping into the future or falling back into the past and then getting all wired up in all the negative emotions. So what happens after an event is a lot of negative charges may have been built up based on what was said and what happened and, you know, mistakes made and how things didn't flow very smoothly and our own internal expectations because as introverts, we also set ourselves very high standards and we can be quite perfectionistic. So we need a way to release all that negative charge. We need to let it all go to flow out of us. And you can do that in very simple ways. Whichever way works for you. If it's a walk in nature, go do that. If it's lying down, doing nothing, having a power nap, go do that. If it's listening to your favorite music to unwind. I love something instrumental, something soft, something that doesn't intrude into my consciousness while I'm processing. Then do that as well. Whatever it takes for you. If it's to write something, to journal, to help you make sense of what has happened and help you see patterns, or help you find meaning, or help you feel better after you've let all those words flow out of you, then do that. You know yourself best, so you need to respect your own energy, your own limits. The other thing that is helpful to do is to be prepared before you enter into that event or start the day when you have to talk to a lot of people. And that is the internal preparation you do before any output of energy. Anytime you think you have to go to a networking function or you're attending a conference or you are the one delivering the training or you even if you are the participant, the fact that you have to meet someone new, be in a new environment, you have to commute somewhere, you have to basically come out of your comfort zone, that already takes up some reserves of your energy. So you need to buffer against that by being prepared. And by being prepared, I mean not just planning and anticipating and giving yourself plenty of time to get to a place, setting up the room appropriately if you are the trainer, getting all your supplies ready, thinking ahead about what can happen. But it's also what you say to yourself as you step into that role. So if you are the one that's speaking, if you are the one that's doing the outward facing thing, if there is a difficult conversation coming up or if you have to deliver and facilitate a session to a group of people, all that requires an expenditure of energy. So to build yourself up and prepare yourself first, you need to come from a very calm, grounded space because you don't know what's ahead. And you'll be gradually drawing on your reserves throughout the day. And so you need to make sure you have ample and generous and abundant supply of reserves so that you can be that calm place for others as they come into the room, bringing their own energy with them. So all the work that you do on a daily basis, whether it's meditation, whether it's journaling, whether it's prayer, whether it's walking, whether it's exercise, whether it's listening to music, anything that you do that helps you feel nourished, that helps you build your energy up, that helps you feel motivated and excited and purposeful, 
that is useful to help you prepare. So now you've prepared yourself before and you've also given yourself ample time after to de-stress, to release the negative charge. So then you know that in the space of the two hours or the eight hours that you have to be on your feet and be fully focused and be fully present and be energetic, even in your own quiet way, you can do it. You know you can do it because you have done it before and because you know that you don't want to let people down. You know that you want to give off your best. You know that you're here to be of service. So do all that. It is perfectly possible for you to manage both ways, that you can be someone who is quiet and also give of yourself in service in an energetic way. And you can be someone who guards your boundaries and your finite reserves of energy and prepares yourself amply for them. It's all about the balance. It's all about trusting the process. There will be moments when you feel like I've lost the plot. I've lost control. This is not how things were supposed to go. And that's fine as well. Take a deep breath. Take a pause. And notice what you're saying to yourself in the moment. Notice what stories you're making up. Notice how you're handling the uncertainty. And ask yourself if this is an opportunity for you to grow up to another level again. To be the kind of person who can handle this uncertainty, this sudden setback, this sudden perhaps affront on your dignity or your safety or your feeling of peace. So as you notice, as you scan the room, as you look at the group, you can also return them the positive energy that comes from within. You can make a choice. You can make a decision in the moment that you will be the person who responds with grace, with dignity, with calmness, with respect, with compassion, with empathy. And you can do all those things while maintaining your own quiet power. So I hope this is helpful for you. And drop me a line. Let me know what was most useful for you from this episode. I look forward to seeing you next time. I'm so grateful that you're here today. If you found this content valuable, please share it on your social media channels and subscribe to the show on your favorite listening platform. Together, we can help more introverts thrive. To receive more uplifting content like this, connect with me on Instagram at Serena Lowe, Quiet Warrior Coach. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me. See you on the next episode.